me click go live. Right, it's just setting up. So we're just hanging fire here. All right, so we are hoping to be live. Boom, we are live. Evening, guys. How is everyone doing? Let's just give this a minute here. Great. Okay, guys, how are we doing? Hope you're good. Um, so if you're coming through, um, please do let me know. Um, just hit the love heart button. If you're watching, um, uh, just comment in below that you're watching, where you're watching from, what you're up to. Um, I'm joined here today with uh, James Hutchinson, which is really fucking weird to say that name, simply because that used to be my name. Um, so like when my mum remar remarried, I didn't officially take his name, but I used to be called James Hutchinson, which is like mind boggling. Uh, so James, welcome to the show. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, nice quiet house, kids doing their homework, wife cleaning up a bit, which I've uh, helped with. So yeah, very good, thank you. Love it. Uh, and so um, to give some context, um, this week we're going to be chatting to some of the people that I work with, okay, students, clients, I hate the word client, I, I prefer student because um, we're educating, right? It's cons consistent education on improving ourselves. And what I thought would be really good, um, um, we have opened our doors to our 90-day elite movement, and it would be really interesting to see what we do and how we help people and how we help men. You might be able to resonate, and you might feel that maybe now is the time for you to become a student and start improving the way that you run yourself. So, James, do you want to um, just start by introducing yourself and your background, just if you, if you like, and telling people and the guys watching kind of like... Um, how you how you came about finding me and coming into this world yeah so i'm similar to james same age i'm 43 got a couple of girls um live down in west london and um i think i picked up james through a feed on facebook i'm not sure how i how i came across him actually but it's funny i think you start to the algorithms pick you up and you start seeing content that you're actually obviously engaging in um and i think it was just good timing to to meet james so I've struggled and suffered, I, I would say, through through my 20s, 30s and childhood with having a bit of anxiety and not lacking self-confidence and so on. Um, and at the time, probably, as James will say, not many sort of tools around to, to help you with it. Um, certainly that that's changed, which is great. And uh, yeah, stumbled across James. And, you know, to get a sense of direction, I was looking for for years and a bit of clarity in what I'm doing. Um, James seems to resonate with me the most. Um, I run a small recruitment business um, along with another partner. And so life is stressful, a um, lot of work, a lot of hours, um, and therefore neglecting um, other areas of my life, which you, you probably don't think you're neglecting until it smacks you in the face. Um, and, and that's exactly where I hit probably years ago, but didn't know where, really where to turn. Um, so yeah, I think I was just lucky to come across Jimbo there. Good man. Yeah, it was good. And, and, and I remember you coming in actually, I remember the first part. What, so in the, like, if we're going back, so you're the same age as me, we're 43, we fucking hell, we look good for 43. <laughs> we are two good looking lads. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> if, if we go back, what were the early signs that started to, um, if you like, 
start raising your eyebrows and being like, this doesn't feel right. I don't feel like, um, I don't, I'm not sure what's, this doesn't feel right. I don't feel right in myself. Can, can you remember, like, for example, like, you know, when I left the military, I always talk about my journey. And, and I often start to, start to talk about um, how things just didn't seem right. I didn't feel right in myself. My, my mindset didn't seem to be triggering. I didn't really know who I was. And I was starting to have, like, you know, anxiety attacks, I guess, and um, depression fits, if you like. Um, can you remember what it was for you? I definitely experienced all of those things you just mentioned, um, yeah. which is which is say nice to hear it actually is nice to hear that other people going through the same thing as you if there was a pivotal moment i'd probably say it was the birth of my second child um uh, nearly what 10 years ago um when you're massively sleep deprived i just set up a business in the in in a recession um which i really struggled with Uh, you know mortgage on your back you know all the things all the pressures you carry and i think the coping mechanisms as men are quite destructive ones um, I didn't think, oh, you know what? I'm feeling rubbish. I'll go and run a 10K or go and do some weights. It was straight to the bottle. Um, and and obviously that is a, a what one way. What did you way. find in the bottle, Jim? What, like, what did you find in there? So, what, like, so when I used to hit the bottle, it used to be like virtual reality. So like, you know, you'd have that. I, I used to drink Amaretto heavily and um, I would have that first shot and it would fill me with warmth, right? And it would fill me with comfort. And what I talk mean about virtual reality is like, you know, you put on the goggles and actually you're in a different world. And mm. that first tipple of booze and that first drink of booze made me feel invincible and that actually life's not that bad. And, you know, life's pretty good. And I wake up the next fucking morning and be like, that was a quick fix. Do you know what I mean? I think it was that I was looking for that numbness, um, but also that high that you get from that um, particular drug and, Actually, some of my best made plans were when I was drunk um, that I never actually fulfilled. So tomorrow I'm going to be the man and I'm going to do this and that. Guess what? You wake up, no chance. You haven't got a hope. So I think some, you know, some pretty destructive cycles there um, I probably got myself into that were having a detriment on mostly relationships, if I'm honest. Work-wise, functioning, no problem. Because you can, you can sit and hide behind a desk. Um, but in terms of real re- meaningful relationships, especially with my partner, my yeah. wife, that, that was not a good time for me. So no, I agree. Like the boot. So guys, if you are listening and like you resonate with what me and James are talking about, this is a really great platform to be able to share those, those experiences that we're sharing about. So James is one of my mastermind members and we are just basically talking about his journey and we're being quite open, like two, two guys here, same age, we're talking about how we both were broke and how we both built each other, um, how I've helped James build up through my own experiences and, and been, being a student in the mastermind. So if you resonate with anything that's going on in here, then please do jump in as well and, and in the comments and let us know. Um, so did you nearly lose a relationship? Luckily, no. Um, no, luckily I didn't actually. I think I just about hang, hung on enough. Um, because actually, whilst this was all going on, I was I was clearly crying for help and looking for some direction. But as as I think you've said to me a lot of times, is that no one's really going to save you. It, it's it's something that you've got to show up halfway and, and do. And I think that's what I like so much about the program is that I am more than halfway in, and therefore I'm reaping all the benefits. But I had to make that first step 
and I think people have to realize that it is them like the, the mood of my house even to this day is very much dependent on how I behave oh yeah really so if, point. if I want to be a dick then that's on me but it can affect everybody and so I think the power of your influence is not to be underestimated yeah I agree like you I often talk about the treading on eggshell scenario so Mm. that's the wife or the girlfriend or the boyfriend or whatever like and uh you know the kids and everyone's coming home what type of mood is he going to be in is he going to be stressed out is he going to hate what i've got to say or whatever the news that you've got to approach and it becomes a really unapproachable atmosphere like what you've said there right and that is that is the start of the cracks of relationships that i that i see you know like how long do you think a fucking woman's gonna want to fucking stick around for do you know what i mean like mm. people 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 are, I've had people on the phone down the phone to me, lads on the phone down the phone to me, like, you know, their wife has left them. And they're really surprised about that because they used to talk, take everything out of them because that, that's the thing you do, isn't it? Like you take it out of the people that are closest to you and you don't mean to. And then the alcohol consumes you and the mental fatigue and exhaustion and you just end up snapping at everyone. And lads wonder why, you know, and I, and I, and I think it, that, for me, I've just gone, I went away for a couple of days to Spain. And when I first got to Spain on the first day, I wanted to come straight home because I feel an overwhelming sense of comfort here in this house with Jem. Um, and I failed in my first marriage because I didn't, I didn't recognize those things. You know, I was selfish. I, you know, I, I was, I only ever thought of myself and going through those processes and I failed everybody like everybody, kids, like, and I feel that guilt still today, you know, I still have that guilt. I still, there's still times when I cry and, and, and like detox myself of all of that, that build up anxiety and, and stress that I put everyone through. And I think it's important to recognize those things, you know, because no one's going to put up with your shit forever. And it, and I think that's, what's really important, right? Yeah. I'm with you there, James. And as I say, it, it, it does come down to the individual and how much, effort and time they're putting into change and again about the program um that's really what it's done for me is 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 really make make some sense of the chaos and you know with the four pillars of that we we focus on yeah the framework right the the framework there i mean there's it's set up that you can really get things achievably done um one by one um rather than trying to eat the elephant you know you eat the frog and it it's that simple yeah 100% so chris has commented just a general comment would you say that this is common issue for guys around 30 to 55 guys struggling with lack of direction motivation self discipline anxiety and depression um you go first jim and then i'll answer uh, it's hard to say but i think everyone's different but you know obviously I, I mean i came to this probably in my late 20s early 30s feeling a little bit rubbish and i'd always had it niggling away as a youngster um but didn't but you know your 20s fly by really mine did i didn't really i don't remember what happened in, in the 20s um yeah i think it's it's very common and you, you know the more i speak to my friends and other people it, you, you start to un, unpick the fact that everybody's had a bit of a of an issue somewhere yeah. um some people have got stronger thoughts or you know around them to yeah. to deal with it but yeah. i think it the coping mechanism the default coping mechanism of men that i know is to hit the booze for sure yeah definitely 
That, I mean, the way that I kind of see it, there's a couple of ways that I see it, but one of the ways that I see it is that the, when we get into our 30s, it usually, traditionally, we've kind of met someone, we, we're either still in a marriage or we're fighting just to keep the relationship or we're divorced, we've got kids, we're in like what, and, and obviously this is not a stereotypical every guy, but this is like that, this is like your common thing. Um, and you kind of ended up in a career that you never thought you was going to never thought it was going to be your job. It's not your dream job. And you ended up in career jail. We kind of get to that fucking point where we go now, what? Like I've got kids tick. I've got um, a relationship tick. Okay. I've got, I'm earning money tick, but now what? Like I'm 35 years old. Um, am I just going to fucking eat, sleep, work, repeat for the next 35 years? And I think that's what fills most people with dread because through your twenties, you go through your twenties and you early twenties with disco in with, we're, we're chasing girls, we're fighting, we're, we're like, we're doing, we're being a lad, right? We're going to the gym. We, 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 we're really fulfilling that masculine, like yeah. masculinity. Right. And then we meet somebody and then we drift off in those groups and we, and we, we find that that next chapter of our life. But then what's the next chapter? It's the what now like scenario. You know, what am I doing for me? How am I building my passion? How am I doing things to satisfy me? Because I'm busy earning money to pay the mortgage. I'm earning money to live the life that everyone expects. I'm trying to pay fucking cars. I'm trying to deal with the energy prices. Life's shit. Fuck it, I'm going to have another drink. Victim mentality, and then slipping into the into the rut, right? Um, and I and I and I feel that then that that combined with childhood traumas and stresses from maybe a mixed childhood, maybe split parents, maybe not enough love, maybe um, not enough affection, maybe not enough self esteem built up in men, and that combined with a lost personality and a lost identity really creates a cocktail thanks my love nice pajamas <laughs> um really creates a cocktail of trauma right a cocktail of um overwhelm overthinking fear self-judgment all of these things that we compare ourselves to it's like i compare myself to him to them then the ego takes over and we get completely blinded to where we're going and it usually is that period between 30 and 55 that we get lost. And, and, and I guess one of the, the way that I see myself in that first book is a state of mind. It's about stopping, taking a fucking knee, breathing and actually recognizing this is happening. And that's the biggest thing that we have to, we have to just fucking Jesus Christ, stop now. Okay. Um, recognize what's going on in your life. And, and that first book that I wrote, my, what I wanted from that is for men to raise their self-awareness. Do you know what I mean? Because too, not, men, not enough men are saying, I'm struggling. Not enough men saying, I'm overwhelmed. Not enough men are saying, um, I, I'm surviving, not growing. Not enough men are being honest with themselves. And we hide, like, like you say, behind the booze, right? Yeah, I think it takes a while to get to that epiphany sometimes for people. Yeah. You know, it's not an overnight thing. I mean, it took yeah. me many, many years to actually put my hand up and say, you know what, I'm struggling here. And Why do you I'll, think it takes so long, Jim? Uh, several factors. I mean, there's, there's pride, there's ego. 
there's there's all sorts of things there's fear of exposing yourself i think it, this is a, sound, a cheesy saying but and i say it at work to the to the guys sometimes is you need to get comfortable being uncomfortable yeah. with stuff because that's really where you're going to learn what you're about uh, when you put your head in a hard place um what are you going to do at that point are you going to crumble are you going to push on and I think that's the program has has really reinforced that that with a bit of structure, with the brotherhood, with the people to bounce off, you can put your head right in there, yeah. not not be judged, and actually encouraged in a group of men who are feeling exactly the same as you. So it's amazing to be part of that and to to dump your crap, if it were, into this place, yeah. and someone's going to give you something that's going to pull you out. Yeah in the it, comments it's amazing right it's, it's, it's the flipping of it, it it's the, like for me men have to accept accept vulnerability like I, we are, are as vom, rom, we're, we are a vulnerable species men are vulnerable like it's okay to be vulnerable you know um i woke up this morning haven't been away last week and i felt massive overwhelm like massive anxiety, like fucking, I felt like I had lost control slightly because I've been away from, from the thing. And I always turn around and said, I wish I'd gone away now because I feel like shit, I've been in a really good place this year, you know? Um, and the way that I got myself out of that on my morning routine was accepting that I'm, it's okay to be vulnerable. Like you feel vulnerable because you've been out of the loop. Like you've got to slightly build up and through the day I built that confidence. And, and what I mean by flipping it is that we're always going to feel anxious we're going to feel sorry for ourselves. We're going to feel low self-esteem. We're going to feel like sad, uh, angry, happy. But the thing, and the one thing that I try to do with the program and, and yourself and the other guys is how quickly can you, how quickly can you fucking flip it? Like, are you going to stay there? Are we going to stay in that position? Or are we, how quickly can I fucking get out of that victim mentality? All right. And this is the self-awareness. I recognize the, ch the chip. Man, I recognize that I'm feeling sorry for myself. I'm about to grab this beer and I'm about to drink it. And it's like, can you turn it around and say, okay, like, how can I get out of this? And, and everything that we do within the mastermind, the elite mastermind, everything in an elite movement, everything that we're trying to change in a man's head is how do I, how do I flip this? And that is, your, that is your way out because those emotions anxieties and all of depressions and everything that we go through all the emotions they're always going to hit you i can never stop that happening because of the way that our brain works but i can i can get you to flip it like you can you can flip it in 30 minutes you can flip it in two hours like i did through the day you can flip it in a day and feel much better and wake up the next day and we go again and we go again and we go again be relentless right with that with with that relentlessness that we have like fucking let's go it's a battle it's a private battle between you and the chemicals in your brain 100 mm percent. -hmm. and i think at that choice point if you're not armed with ideas that you've actually written down and have a connection to i think you're going to struggle as well um so right now i've got a list of things that i know i'll just go to as a positive action if i'm feeling a bit rubbish yeah i know if i just get out and do something one of the five or ten things it pulls me right out of that hole rather than jumping into it. Yeah. Which is what I used to do. And it's, it gets you nowhere, obviously. So. so like often guys, we call these SOPs, the standard operational procedures. Like we used to have these in the military. So an SOP, if your magazine runs out, standard operation um, procedure to change the magazine, 
What do you do if you come down the fire? What do you do if you do this? So there's SOPs for, and if you like, these are coping mechanisms. These are processes that you go through, that you take yourself through. And rather than being consumed by a victim or negativity or negative self-chat or fear and all that, what we do is we, like what you've just said, checklist, checklist, checklist. This is how I get myself out, right? And like you say, that doesn't come overnight. For me, and having done this for a while, it takes a full, full year for a guy to go through a whole cycle of being, man, I'm fucking drilling it. I'm an elite operator. I'm killing it to plateauing, crumbling a little bit, learning to pick up. I mean, it's character building, right? Character, mm-hmm. character. What's the hardest thing that you faced in your journey since you've been working with me? On the spot. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a shocker, that is. Um <laughs> I would love to I'd be honest and say that the the hardest thing actually is just being accountable every single day. Okay. And that takes time. So I'm I'm what 7 or 8 months into the program now. And now I feel it's just it's just there now and it, it, everything is there. I'm ready. I'm thinking about it. So I'm accountable which is keeping me in place. Yeah. Um but I think in the early days it was I've got to show up here. Yeah. So or I'm letting myself down and a group of people who've also put their time and energy into it um so yeah the the, the daily accountability yeah. was something i didn't quite realize how powerful it was at the beginning i sure as hell know today it's so powerful yeah. you know checking in every day showing up every day is is a life changer yeah definitely because shift is it shifts the mindset right the process of it like of everything that you go through like you know that's what we're trying to everything we're trying to do here is is strengthen the state of mind Mm -hmm. to be able to cope with that chaos right um so in terms of your future and your plans and your goals through since starting do you feel like your identity has changed do you feel like you've did you feel like you had an identity before you joined were you lost maybe and uh, you know say whatever it is that you kind of went through do you feel like through the process you've learned more about your character and learn more about who you are and what, what you're about. I think I'm starting to fulfill the things that people thought I was anyway. Yeah. I'm actually starting to do it now myself and believe it. So I always had a bit of a vision of who and how I wanted to be. And I was displaying it in a certain environment, which is work and thriving. Yeah. But I don't think people really realized how vulnerable I was. Um, and I don't think I did either because I just masked it. So um, I think that is the the massive part of the journey for me is the fact that I'm putting effort into things that I, would ne- I was neglecting before, such as personal development and relationships. Yeah, I mean they were probably on the floor, whereas health and fitness and all the other stuff, um, work was was looking okay. So it's brought the other things up and then leveled down the other ones a bit. So it's a bit more of a yeah a flat line rather than like that all work and nothing else you know running yourself into the ground every day works killer isn't it i mean yeah and you said about the shane Warne thing this week like you as well not a massive cricket fan but i mean what a player he was when you watch him and it just it really sat me up and thought blimey you know life is so precious got to look after myself and those around me and leave that leave it in a better spot for everyone around me i was like frozen like when that happened i was literally dumbfounded like literally you know and just, just like 52, 
and I, I literally just could not get my head around that, like, you know, because that is nine years away for, like, I'm 52 in nine, like, we, we are yeah. in nine years. Yeah. In theory, if you knew that, like, do you know, and I, and I think when I read it and I read that he was on a, he was on a three month fitness bender or fitness regime, like he was only two days into it and he knew that he had to improve his health. It's crazy that we allow ourselves to get to that stage, right? Because we never think that something like that's going to happen to us. It's hard to think in everyday terms as death as the like the benchmark of anything because obviously that's not real life. Yeah. You know, we, as soon as I close I close this down and walk out the door, I know I'm going to walk into maybe a bit of carnage and so on. And you just have to keep your cool in that situation, right? Yeah. But um, it does give you a reminder that if you don't look after some of your life, then it's it's not going to be a great one. So that's it. Yeah, it's hard. It's tough. Cool. So um, we'll sl- slowly start wrapping up. For me, what are what are the top three things that you've really gained in the last seven months of being like in the movement, in the in the brotherhood? I mean, like I said at the start, when you first start, it is quite overwhelming because you think, "Blimey, this is so much. What? How am I going to do all this at once?" And I think the best advice I can give is to focus on one thing at a time yeah. in the four pillars and the four areas and consistently nail those over a period of time. I think that's quite achievable when you're coming from a place of, of not doing anything, yeah. or not doing any of them, you know, so one, those 1% are adding up and then by the end of it, you, you really are armed up with a lot of tools to, to, to do well in, in all those areas. So I think just try and do one thing in those areas one percent, which is completely achievable. Like morning routine every day without fail, reading before I go to bed every night without fail, playing, doing Lego with my kids without fail, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, yeah. um, is is completely achievable. So that's what I've learned is that consistency, that daily consistency that's going to pay off yeah. in the long term to big results. It's like an investment in yourself and your time, isn't it? Yeah. Rewards moving forwards so guys um we i've just been talking with one of my clients james one of my students i hate clients um james and james has been with us for seven to eight months um and we've just been talking about how the journey has gone from from where he started right through to where he is now and we basically are inviting um i think we've got eight places left eight guys to come and join our elite movement uh, which is in our brotherhood mastermind where we, which is our non-social media platform. I think that's the other thing as well, right? We, we Have you always been in the app with us? Yes. Yeah, so we used to do it on Facebook and Facebook we just completely get distracted, right? Like, it, you, So we're on a non-social media platform and it just works really well. We've got a group or a community of nearly like 150 guys who have gone through all of what James has gone through, all of what I've gone through. Um, it's completely open, safe environment. There's education to the yin yang up there, like coming out your ears. There's guidance and structure right from the start to protect and look after the guys that haven't been in and about it. So, um, James, I just want to say a huge, number one, a huge well done. Um, we very nearly lost you in November, right? <laughs> and it was close. It was close. It was close. Yeah. And I think you've come out the other side going, man, that was a good choice to stick fight on um but also the being here i think is a huge win for you in itself because there are loads of people watching and it's quite easy to get quite overwhelmed with it or fear of judgment or whatever 
But I think it showed just the level of confidence you've built over those seven months to be able to sit here. And there will probably be, in a couple of days, maybe five to 700 people that would have watched this. You know, so I think in yourself, you like you might not have even thought that. You might not have even been anxious. You might not just... until now. You've scared me now, James. I, mean, <laughs> just, I have no idea. You just throw me under the bus. All these comments out here, <laughs> like James is a bell end. It's like no, I'll take it. You got to put which yourself one? out there. But which one? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. But I think that really shows you know what you the progress that you've made and how well that you've done with all of this, which is like for me that's my ROI it's like seeing you grow and and you talk with a man that has control and knows his non-negotiables as I would call it as well so um I really appreciate you coming on bro thank Thank you you very very much much for having me we stick around at the end for guys that are watching thank you for being here if this is something that you're interested in or you kind of think man I need to be a part of this community or part of this family part of this structure part of this movement there's a link on here somewhere you can go and watch it. It's in the description. Um, thanks for watching. Until next time.